0: Speaking of, the official tire of the ARCA racing series is General Tire. And this guy joining us now in the Rick Nation was rolling on those GTs as he grabbed himself his first Daytona ARCA series win. It's tough for me to say Daytona without 500. Corey Heim joining us. Here on the Freak Nation. And, Corey, when I was 18 years old, I could party. I mean, I could have beers and, and alcohol and go crazy with my friends. Yeah,
1: but hold on. That's how old he is. This was before the 21-year-old yeah. age limit.
0: Uh, how does an 18-year-old <laughs> party and celebrate now after you win the biggest race of your life at Daytona yesterday?
2: Yeah, definitely. uh really feels good to I don't get the win at uh, a bigger race check like that. I mean, I raced a couple here and there last year, but uh, of course it was the first time I've raced at Daytona. So um, definitely hasn't completely sunk in yet, but I've had a night to kind of rest on it. And it's really, really unreal. Just the um, spectacle around that race and that, uh, that racetrack in specific. But, Uh, As far as as far as partying, I guess today there's not a whole lot, just because I'm going to the Daytona 500 just to watch. But um, I'm sure I'll I'll gather a bunch of my friends and we'll just go to a nice restaurant or something like that. (laughs) Um, You know, nothing too crazy. I got to focus on my next race, which is uh, Phoenix in about a month, so gotta kind of you know start studying for that and uh, just try to cook off another win there. But. I mean, you're right. I definitely want to go out and just kind of go a little bit crazy, but i got to definitely
0: keep that in touch a little bit. <laughs> Corey Haim joining us here in the Freak Nation, running on General Tires, ARCA Racing Series, Daytona winner. That, that's true. I mean, 18-year-olds nowadays, like, yeah, let's uh, uh, let's go have some chocolate cake and pull out our racing rigs and party, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Kenny, I don't know if you can remember. We have a seven-year-old
0: that can be pretty fun. Let's just put it that way. I, I know, but still, it's it's such. Just you come you come through that tunnel and you enter the hollow grounds of Daytona International Speedway, Corey. And you're right. It, it may take a month for this to settle into your soul uh, of, of the race that you won. I, I, I get the fact that it's it's, it's tough to comprehend
2: yeah there's a little bit really like after i won the race i was um just kind of focused on getting my team and you know telling them thanks and making my sponsors and everything but it really started to sink in kind of as soon as i uh, as soon as i opened my phone like i just got so many people reaching out to me congratulating me which is a really cool feeling like after kansas I had a, a good bit of people reach out to me but they tell i had like twice that so it's pretty pretty crazy how many people tune into that race even if it is just you know the first race of the weekend but um yeah I mean it's it's pretty unreal.
1: What is it about Venturini Motorsports four races four Daytona wins in a row probably a thousand others out there what is it about this team that is so put together for this track but also for the entire the entire season to be honest
2: yeah, I think Venturaini Motorsports is definitely the team you want to go to if you're going to win some kind of super speed wage because they generally bring at least three cars and, and normally four. So you have some teammates to work with and those super speed are so crucial. Have some kind of teammate to, you know, rely on and know that they'll, they'll go with you if you're going to pull out a line or try to do something risky. Like you'll, they'll have your back generally. And, um, you know, I think also Toyota racing does a really good job of just preparing you for these races as far as uh, physically and mentally. I think Daytona and Talladega day are more mental than anything, honestly. Um, and they do a really good, good job mentally preparing you. And we have a lot of people in the Toyota racing development program and they, they all are really open to helping you. So, um, and of course there's a lot of smart people within that program and in the early motorsports. So just those two teams combined are
1: just really, really crucial for me to help me mentally and physically prepare for a race like that. That's such a good point. You said a lot of people helping you. Helping you how? Uh, What were they telling you? What were they having you expect? Um,
2: Well, that being my first race at Daytona, I really had no idea. I mean, just flat out, I had no idea what I was doing. So um, (laughs) they kind of just gave me some pointers and some things that, you know, I'll experience as far as air and what what not to do, especially. I mean, there's um, people may not realize just watching, but I mean, if you do one small thing wrong, you can... Um, you can get loose and just pretty much wreck wreck yourself and wreck a bunch of other people as well. So you really just got to be, uh, as I mentioned, just mentally strong throughout the race and um, really keep your keep your head straight and also really rely on your spotter as well. So um, anyone anyone that's really had experience on Daytona, whether they had success they have success there or not will know what not to do because they've either made a mistake or, you know, been pulled that through another person. So um, <clears throat> I think it's really, really cool if you have other people uh, to get information from.
1: Corey Heim, Lucas Oil 200 winner, the ARCA Daytona race from yesterday, joining us here in the Speed Freaks pits. And you talk about getting the air just a little bit wrong and how that can cause a wreck. We saw that with Gracie Trotter yesterday. I was nervous. I'm just going to be honest with you at the very end, the green, white checkered drew dollar is pushing you. And Oh my gosh, it looked like there were many occasions where things could have gotten real ugly, real fast, but then you finally pulled away from him. Did you ever feel any of that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I know, uh, as you mentioned, the mental, with Gracie Trotter, I mean, I really do think that's the difference between experience and not experience. Mm-hmm. Um, she, that was her first race at Daytona and it was mine as well. And, I never had an opportunity to push someone that hard. So I don't know if I would have made the same mistake, but um, chances are I might have. So, uh, you know, Drew raced both super speeders last year in ARCA and also raced that truck race, which I think is even a bigger, uh, you know, bigger, more condensed pack, which teaches you more things at the race. So um, having Drew on my back bump, I could feel him as soon as he kind of locked onto me. And um, he really, uh, I, I really had a lot of trust in him, honestly. Like he, um, knows what he's doing. He always qualifies and races well in these super speedways and he even won talent last year. So <clears throat> not a really, I had a lot of trust uh, within him, but, you know, anything can really happen, so I was still on my toes.
3: Huh. Corey Heim winning the Arca race at Daytona on those general tires. Corey, go back to turn four, coming out of the last turn on the last lap. You remember that, or was it just a blur? Can you take us back to that moment in time? Yeah, honestly,
2: it is really kind of like a blur out them thinking about it like i um you know i went back and watched the race it's uploaded already so i kind of you know lived through that moment again but you know from the back stretch all the way to the start finish line i honestly really don't remember other than just kind of driving out of my driving out of my mirror and um watching drew right behind me and i think he kind of threw a block on the 23 coming to the checkers and um that's really all i remember i remember kind of being on the front stretch and talking to people of course but um i think that whole lap like went by So fast for me that I almost don't even remember it.
3: Corey Heim, are you a driver who likes to have chatter in his ear at the end of a race? Or do you want to tell your driver just to shut up?
2: Um, Well, uh, my spotter has been, I've had him for almost three years now, Lloyd Garner. Um, He has a lot of experience spotting. He actually spotted a cup for a year. Uh, spotted trucks for a couple of years and KNN for <clears throat> as long as I can remember. So, um, he's got a lot of experience in general and a lot of experience with me. And I think we are really, really a good, uh, duo as far as driver spotter. And, um, I really told him everything that I want as far as, um, information. But at the same time, super speedways are so much different than the normal race as far as spotter's job and driver's job, really. So <clears throat> him, you know, giving me the right information was really crucial. I think he did an awesome job um and i am kind of a driver that likes a little bit of chatter like if i don't hear my spotter for two laps i'm like uh oh, is my radio broken you know something wrong, but, um, <laughs> luckily for uh luckily for us i got the perfect spotter and uh, he did an awesome job yesterday
3: all right, Corey Heim, this is the last question for you. It's the last lap, last corner. You're about to take the checkered flag of your biggest race win ever. What's the song in your head? What are you rocking to when you smile, see that checkered flag, know it's yours? What's the song in your head?
2: Um, <laughs> I guess the one song that pops in my head is the uh, the song I played in Talladega Nights when old, uh Ricky Bobby and Conan were like, Going shouting or whatever tnt by uh, acdc that's a good one
0: right <laughs> I'm, TNT. I'm
3: dynamite TNT.
2: Do you imagine that? That's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, that is greatness. Oh, That'd be the one song. Just, I guess they. Ch- I guess that was at Talladega, maybe. But mm-hmm. still, I mean, that's kind of the same concept.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: I like that. How old are your parents? My dad just turned 50, and my mom is 50 as
0: well. Uh, is your, is your old man an ACDC fan?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, he loves some some good nineties and eighties rock and uh so do
0: I and I listen to it a lot too, so um, we're the same music taste, I'd
1: say. Bam. Oh you just you just totally made Kenny's day right there because yeah. he's he's an eighties <laughs> rock right DJ, basically.
0: Yeah, I could uh, I could you and your old man we could we could break bread and have a couple of beers together and talk ACDC for a couple hours, bro. Cause I'm i I'm dynamite.
1: So basically what Kenny's saying is keep winning, mm-hmm. and then we'll have your family over when you guys come out to Phoenix at Perfect. the end of the year.
2: <laughs>
0: and we'll a good plan to just play some tunes. <laughs> Buddy, uh, we couldn't be happier for you winning on those General Tires in the Arca Series at Daytona. Corey Heim joining us here in the Freak Nation. Uh, you know, we have race winners on after every ARCA series national race. So hopefully there'll be more to follow.
2: As you mentioned, I mean, if I could uh, click off another win, I'd definitely love to be back on the show. And as you mentioned, those general tires, I, I didn't change in the entire race or in the entire race in the same, uh, tires, which wasn't required. And they, they clearly held up great for me and we uh, ended up getting the win on the same set that we started on. And we even made a couple of practice swaps on them. So They held up really, really good for me. Wow. So basically,
1: here's the tease. When he wins Phoenix, we're going to find out how many times when he was growing up, his parents' friends confused him with Corey Haim, the Canadian actor
0: oh god don't answer more than i can remember don't answer. <laughs> i was okay. trying to get through the interview without bringing that up we'll get to that next time we'll
2: get
1: to that next oh,
2: time <laughs> i see it on twitter all the time too just oh, randomly people are imagine. talking about oh i thought i thought they were talking about Corey <laughs> or something like that it's just it's crazy because well, he, he was i think uh not even like i was born in 2002 so he was not relevant at all throughout my childhood so um was a little weird growing up and hearing that a lot
0: well the good <laughs> news is is you're still living buddy and you got a lot of life to live partner
2: yes yes that's yes.
0: right Corey, thanks for doing this buddy good luck to you
2: yeah thank you for having me on i appreciate you